Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Melissa Moore. Hi, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine on this Sunday morning. Appreciate you being with me. You know, for parents of kids with disabilities, trying to get out and have a date night or just have some one-on-one quality time, it is tough. And so I love the program that we're going to be talking about today. It's called Night Lights, and the website is nightlightkids.org. And we're talking with the founder, Kristen Stedman. She's the founder, the creator of Night Lights, and I'll have her explain more. Hello, Kristen. Kristen, thanks for being here. Hi, thank you. Tell me a little bit, first off, for folks who are not familiar with Nightlights, what is it? So Nightlights is a Colorado-based respite program. So we provide respite for families who have children with special needs and their siblings. What is respite? Respite is a break or a period of relief for a caregiver. Oh, okay. So how does Nightlights work then? So we have three locations in the metro area right now. Um, And Nightlights is held at each of those locations once a month um, from 6.30 to 10. So each child is paired one-on-one with a trained background-checked volunteer. Um, And the kids are dropped off at 6.30, and they are paired up with their buddies. And the parents get to just go do whatever they want for the three and a half hours. Well, and this is a great alternative because there are other programs out there, you know, kids' night out, things like that. Um, But if you've got a child with special needs, it makes it tough. It does. It makes it really tough. I think, you know, parents often don't self-identify as a caregiver, but mm-hmm. the the burnout rate for caregivers is really high. Um, and Colorado is actually 48th in the nation for providing respite care. So Colorado doesn't do a great job at the state level of providing any type of respite care for families. Mm-hmm. How did you decide? Is, is this your baby? Is this your program? It is. How, how did this happen? Um, it just came out of my own experience of raising my two kids I have a son who is 10 who has pretty significant disabilities and a daughter who's 14 who's typically developing. And being a parent of a kid with special needs is really, really hard. Um, there's not a lot of help available, and there's not a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. So I I knew if I had family who could help, what would all of the other families experience that didn't have any type of family around? Right. Um, so we started it about nine years ago. Wow. And obviously successful if you've got three different locations going right now. Where are those locations? So there's one in Southwest Littleton, one in Arvada, and then one in Parker. Okay. And tell me what that looks like because you said one time a month um, parents with kids with special needs Mm -hmm. can drop off their child. What is the age range that they can be? So um, four weeks up to their 13th birthday. Okay. Four, four weeks, huh? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. incredible. And it's a one-on-one program? Correct. Okay. Yep. And we also have a nurse that's there at each location um, to tend to any of the kiddos who have medical needs or anything that comes up with the kids that need a, any type of medical attention. Okay. And what is the cost for parents? It's free. So we do this program totally free for the parents. We are totally um, funded by do- donations. That is a really incredible. Yeah. Um, I have to admit, I until I knew you were coming in for this interview, I was not familiar with Nightlights. I had not heard of it. And so I love that this show is going to get the word out there. What is? What are you hoping um, for parents who've got a special needs kid right now and they're listening and they're like, wow, that sounds like something I, you know, I, I could use, but they're nervous. Sure. They're nervous to leave their children 
alone, even for that short of amount of time, what would you tell them? Well, I would tell them first and foremost, I totally get it. Um, I am that mom who has a child who's nonverbal, so he can't tell me if something's happening. Um, And we go through all the checks and balances with our program. So all of our volunteers are trained. Um, We do background checks and reference checks on all of our volunteers. Our policy is a one-on-one pairing, but a volunteer is never, ever allowed to be in a room alone with a child. Um, So we also carry really big insurance policy. We have a board of directors that governs our policies and procedures. So we've gone through all of the pieces Mm -hmm. to make it a safe and accepting program. So you said it's a one-on-one pairing, but yet the volunteers are not alone with the child. What does that look like then? So that means that when the kids are in the different rooms doing different activities, there's another adult that's manning those activities in that room. So there's always at least two adults in a room. Okay, gotcha. And what kind of activities um, do you have for kids during nightlights? So gross motor, free play, everything is kind of based around a theme for each month. So for October, obviously, it's a fall festival kind of theme. Um, We've also partnered with Denver Pet Partners. So they provide therapy dogs, therapy cats, therapy rabbits. And I've heard there's a therapy goat. That's awesome. I mean, if goats can be there for yoga, why not? Right? Right? (laughs) I I think that's great. So we're talking about children with disabilities being able to come in, have a night of fun and play. And they're supervised, obviously, very closely if it's a one-on-one. And parents don't need to worry. Um, What kind of disabilities do you foster there? So we see everything. Um, Everything from Down syndrome to autism, cerebral palsy, um, brain injuries. We see the whole spectrum of disability. And I know October is National Down Syndrome Awareness Month. So that's a great thing to get that message out there as well. And how do parents go about signing their kids up for this? So you can go onto our website, um, which is nightlightskids.org. And there is a place where you can reach out to, um, to me and I can direct you to the proper site to go to. Okay. And is it really kind of based on where you live, depending on what site you go to, or does it depend on how full? You know, so all of our sites are on a wait list right now. Um, So I would say at this point, it's just kind of whatever is most convenient for where that family lives. All right. So right now there's a wait list. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. That means obviously the need is huge. Correct. What kind of wait list are we talking about? How many kids do you genuine or generally uh, take into each site? So um, we're kind of limited by the number of volunteers that are there because it's a one-on-one pairing. So I would say on average, we run between 25 and 35 kids each evening at each location. Okay. Um, right now we have a wait list that um, I would say is at least 10 to 15 kids deep at each of our sites. Okay. So that tells me that you need more volunteers. That's right. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about if someone is interested, obviously there's training, there's background checks, but what do they need to do? What do they need to really have a passion for to be a volunteer for Nightlights? So they really just need to have a passion for being part of something bigger than themselves. Um, the information, again, is on our website where they can reach out to me and I can connect them with the right site. Um, they don't have to have experience working with kids or kids with special needs. I know that can be kind of intimidating mm-hmm. for some people. Um, they just have to have a passion for being part of something bigger. 
Okay. And then what kind of training happens once they go online and, and I assume they put in an application to volunteer, Correct. there's a background check, then what happens? So we do a national background check and then we ask for references as well. And then each of our sites do their own training. And that training has been um, invented by everybody at the corporate level and then kind of vetted through our insurance policy. So each site does like a two-hour training, and then we ask a volunteer to come and shadow for a night just so that they can get some exposure Mm -hmm. before starting with the kid. And you said this happens at each location once a month? Correct. Is it a weeknight? Is it a weekend night? Uh, how How does that work? So, so far at all of our sites, it's a Friday evening from 630 to 10. Okay. And the volunteers actually show up at 530, and we provide dinner for them. And it's a chance for them to look over the file of the child that they're paired with and to talk with the nurse if they have any questions. Okay. And there's a nurse on site at each location as well? Yep. Correct. Very cool. All right. And if you're just joining me, we are talking to Kristen Stedman. She is the founder and executive director of Nightlights. And if you've never heard of it, that's okay. It's an incredible organization. And kind of explain again for people just joining us, Kristen, uh, what is Nightlights in a nutshell? So Nightlights is a respite care organization for children who are four weeks up to their 13th birthday um, with special needs and their typically developing siblings. Right. And it is a chance if you're like respite care, (laughs) you're not familiar with it. uh, That is basically giving you a break. Correct. That's exactly what that is. And share a story with me about a family that you have seen benefiting from this program. So uh, we have a family that has four children. Um, one of which has very significant disabilities. Two of the other children have kind of started to develop some other behavioral pieces. Um, And they would come to nightlights and weren't sure what they were going to do with their time. And their child with uh, special needs really required a lot of medical attention from our nurse. And they were able to step away for a little bit and just spend some time kind of connecting as a couple. And they actually ended up going to marriage counseling during their nightlights evenings and Mm -hmm. then getting dinner afterwards because raising a child with special needs is really, really hard. It's a huge blessing, but it's really hard. It's hard on the family structure. It's hard on the marriage. um, It's hard on the siblings. So this family was able to get some time away, know that all of their kids were cared for, Mm -hmm. and then step back in and re-engage with their children. And I think that's such a great story, too, because the rate of divorce is even higher with families with special needs children. Correct. Yep. It's really high. Yeah, and it is. I mean, I've I've read statistics on it and I get it, but it's so sad because that's when, you know, that child's needing you both and you're needing each other, but it takes a big toll on a marriage. So I love the fact that families are finding out that nightlights can help them kind of meet those needs. It's a, it's a big deal. You know, my husband always says nightlights is in the business of saving marriages and providing self-care. Um, you know, and I, I really think that's true. That is, that is kind of what we go after. Yeah. And I love the fact that you've been around for nine years now. <laughs> Thanks. So you're, you've got kids on wait lists, families on a wait list at every location. You're needing volunteers. What is your hope for volunteers and really kind of goals for Nightlights in the next year? You know, I would, I'm, I'm not sure we would ever get off of a wait list at any of our sites just because the needs outweigh the services available across the board. However, I would really like to expand Nightlight. So we have a site that's opening in Broomfield in January. Um, and I would like to just continue to grow Nightlights throughout Colorado um, and to help these families that don't really get any other help otherwise. So you need volunteers, and I would assume you need donations as well. That's right. <laughs> because there's got to be rent. There has to be a lot of different costs involved. Um 
talk to me a little bit about that. How do you raise money for Nightlights? So we have a couple of different fundraisers throughout the year. Um, The rest of it is just kind of personal asks. We actually have our big fundraising gala coming up November 2nd um, at Mount Vernon Canyon Club. Um, And the rest of it is just individuals or businesses sponsoring Nightlights. Okay. And talk to me a little bit about that gala coming up. So um, our theme is Fire and Ice. So it's Ignite the Passion, Sculpt the Future. Um, It's going to be really great. We'll have a silent auction and cocktail hour from 530 to 7. And then our programming goes from 7 to 9. Um, And we do still have tickets available. Okay. How much are those tickets? Those tickets are $55 a person and they can be purchased online. Okay. And what about if somebody wants to do a table? Um, yep, we op- definitely have options for people to host a table. So okay. same thing, they can do all of that online. Okay. And the once again, the website is? Nightlightskids.org. Okay, wonderful. And how many kids right now do you feel like over the past nine years, like guesstimating, um, you've had come through your program? Oh, man. I would say from start to finish at all of our locations, maybe 200, 250 kids a lot of families that you're impacting and I know you want to do even more uh the new place opening up in January in Broomfield is that what you said correct okay and when night lights happens does it happen the same night at all the locations nope so it's kind of location specific just depending on what's available for each location oh okay yeah. so if you're wondering about certain dates definitely check out online because if one location doesn't work for you another one might that's right okay and yes there is a wait list right now and how long does that usually take to get off the wait list you know i would say it can take anywhere from two to eight months okay so definitely get on the wait list today all the locations uh do you sign up for the wait list online as well yes okay Okay. And once again, that is nightlightskids.org. Is that correct? Correct. All right. Well, Kristen Stedman, founder and director of Nightlights, I love what you're doing. I love how you're helping out not just kids with special needs, but really the entire family is getting that break and getting that chance to reconnect and then come back together again. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. We sure appreciate it. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Thank you so much for being with us on this Sunday morning. If you would like more information on nightlights, whether or not you're looking to make a donation, you want to volunteer, or if you're wanting to go to the big gala, which once again is coming up on November 2nd at Mount Vernon Canyon Club, uh, just go online to nightlightskids.org. And this is such a great organization helping out so many families here in the Denver metro area. You can listen to this show again. We're going to have it available on podcast on your station so just go to the station's website and that's also a great place to share the podcast as well hope you're having a great sunday go out and be kind